Welcome, Sheepdog Nation. Welcome to another episode. This is episode number seven of Sheepdog Nation with your host, me, Autumn Clifford. I'm really excited to be here. Today, what we're going to be talking about is, so you want to be a cop, huh? (laughs) Kind of like that show, So You Want to Be a Millionaire? I think that's the show. Anyways, so I'm I'm excited to dive on in today. This is going to be a really good, it's going to be a really good show. A lot of truth bombs as always. Uh, I'm going to just warn you straight up, like there will be swearing. So if you have children around, it's a good time to get the headphones or put it on pause until they're not around. Um, I'm going to be, you know, as always, again, like I'm going to be bringing, I'm going to be bringing the heat. So the truth bomb. So, um, if you are looking to become a police officer, I'm going to talk to you a lot about the truth, um, of like what your life's going to be like. I'm going to talk to you about the process. I'm going to help you prepare for the process, um, and getting through the process. Um, and, uh, you know, just get telling you like it is, if you are a police officer, um, listening to this, you know, you know, all of this, but I would like to see if it's the same um, in your in your department as it is uh, in mine, or what's been my experience and what it is in my state, which is Maine. Um, I know it's a little bit different, but from across the board, it's genuine. You know, it's generally the same um, same concepts. So we're gonna dive right on in. If you're brand new to me, I want to welcome you. Um, I have been a police officer since I've been 20 years old. Um, I a couple of years ago, unfortunately, I got injured on duty. I have a herniated and torn disc in my back. It's actually my lowest, um, my lowest disc right where the duty belt sat. And so, um, I'm, I've been unable to go back to the job. And so instead of, you know, being basically like succumbing to that, like negativity and and letting that ruin my life, I decided, you know what, I'm going to start a business. And I've been doing that for the last two years. And I've been really within the last few months focusing uh, on law enforcement and sheepdogs and what I can do to serve you guys because I can be the voice that you can't be because <laughs> you are in the job, but I am not. So I get to say what cops, uh, what all cops are thinking. So that's what you can look for me to do for you. Uh, if you're not following me on Instagram, please come on over. You can find me at the lady sheepdog. We also have a, uh, private, um, Facebook group called sheepdog nation. Uh, I'm, I was advised a couple of days ago that there's more than one sheepdog nation. Um, you'll be able to find me pretty easily though. Um, So you're more than welcome to come in there. I also have been writing articles for Law Enforcement Times Magazine. So I've wrote two really good ones. I'm really impressed with them. The amount of feedback has been really excellent. So uh, make sure you check those out. You can go right onto my Instagram, click the link in my bio, and you'll be able to go right to to, uh, those. Um, Okay, so we're going to dive right on in. Oh, last thing, really quickly. If you are a police officer, if you know somebody who wants to be one and, and this podcast can help them out, do me a favor and share it. Go share it. Even if it's just you, you share it on your Facebook news feed or you share it on your Instagram feed, you know, wh- wherever you hang out, just share it, would you? Because I spend a ton of time doing this. You know, it's definitely catching fire, but I, I, I want us, I want it to spread in the law enforcement community. And I'm going to tell you why, because I feel like there was just not enough support. Hello. How about that for a concept? No, but you know it. And I know it. It's just not, there's just not enough support for law enforcement and sheepdogs as a whole. And so, you know, my whole goal is, is to be, uh, that support system for, 
sheepdogs and to say the things that, you know, you guys can't because you're working and to be there for you and to help you um, to know that you're not alone. You know, we've gone through, we have had, we are currently having an epidemic in our country, uh, in the United States. I can't speak for any other country because I don't know the statistics, but I do know that last year, um, well, in 2016, we lost over a hundred, um, we lost over a hundred officers to suicide. And, you know, you don't hear about that often and it's, uh, it's devastating. It's quite devastating. And, um, so, you know, I'm really on a mission to change that. There's no need of that at all. Um, and, uh, let's, you know, let's fix it together. So if you could do me a favor and just share this out, um, you know, send people to the sheepdog nation, that would be awesome. Okay. So let's dive right on. So if you want to be a cop, first things I want to tell you, okay, it is not what it looks like on TV. All right. You are not going to be no motherfucking Horatio on CSI Miami. All right, bro. And you are not going to be fucking Olivia girlfriend from Law and Order SVU. <laughs> You're just not like a lot of people get right in. They're like, oh yeah, no, I, I want to go federal. I'm going to work for the feds and, and I'm going to, you know, and I'm going to be this and I'm going to do this detective work and all these things. Well, I, I got news for you you got to do a lot of fucking grunt work. You got a lot of shit work you're going to have to do prior to that. And, and you know, it's not fun stuff and you got to work your way to the top. And I'm going to tell you those positions, they're highly sought after, highly sought after. So you're going to have to put together a really good portfolio for yourself and really create a very good reputation for yourself in order to get to the positions that you want. So straight up, <clears throat> don't go into, uh, don't go into police work thinking you're going to be fucking Horatio, all right? Because you're not. Is that his name? I think it's Horatio from Law and Order S or from uh, CSI Miami. I fucking loved that guy. He was awesome. Anyways, it's it's really not. That's not. That's not what it is. And it's really not like anything I've seen as far as um, TV shows. I think um, I'll tell you if you really want to see what police work like is uh, is like. I want you to go watch the Netflix. Um, Flint Town is a is a series. I'll show you what police work is like. Um, it's real. I, you know, I won't lie. I liked Chicago PD. I liked that show. I thought it was pretty cool. But again, like it shows a lot of like the detective bureau kind of work. And but you know, here's the thing with like those shows and <clears throat> any and but Flint Town shows like real stuff is that um, it's always showing the really interesting stuff just like live PD, right? Like you get to watch the OUIs and, or DUIs, wherever you are. And you get to, you know, you get to watch the chases and the fights and all these like, hot calls and the, and the SWAT teams kicking doors down and all this shit. But I'm going to tell you something fucking, I don't know, 90% of your fucking career is not that <laughs> straight up. You're going to be fucking chasing cats out of fucking people's houses. You're going to be fucking chasing bats out of their houses. You're going to be handling Facebook harassment complaints. You're going to be handling bullshit harassment complaints. You're going to be handling, you know, petty thefts that are actually a civil situation, but you've got to go listen to the both sides. And then you determine that it takes half your fucking shift. I mean, you're going to have to go out and direct traffic for fucking hours on end. And you're going to be setting up roadblocks where every motherfucker is going to come up to you and say, is this, is this road closed? No. What the fuck does the sign look like? I don't know. What do you think? Well, one time I said that 
And then the guy hopped out and he wanted to get into a fight with me. And I was like, bring it, motherfucker. I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and then he got back in his car. Because once he saw that, he thought he was more crazy than me. But let me tell you something. I have not met too many people more crazy than me. <laughs> and so he got back in his car. But yeah, like that's the shit you're going to have to deal with. Like that's what you're really going to be doing. You're going to be doing like paperwork service. Like you're going to be giving people fucking subpoenas and you're going to be handing out, you know, like the sex offender registries and sex offender notifications for when they move into neighborhoods. You're going to do stuff like that. You're really going to become a social worker with a gun. And that's the truth. So as long as you're cool with that, and like you got to get your head on straight for that because like I remember going to the academy and like so many guys, I just wanted to fucking knock them out because like I had been, I've been on the road for a while before I went to the academy. And so I knew what, I knew what it was all about. And so I had, you know, but these, these fucking guys didn't, oh yeah, I'm going to go to so many fights. I'm going to go to so many chases. I'm going to arrest so many people. And I want to be like, are you fucking stupid? Like, oh my God, you are so dumb. Okay. Cause like, that's not what all of your fucking job is. <laughs> it just isn't. But so be prepared for that. You know, and I know I kind of sound like right now you're like, damn, like I'm done. To, I'm done listening to her. But the reason I'm telling you this is, listen, police work is fucking cool as shit. It really is. And there's, you know, not too many other jobs out there that you get to do what you're going to be able to do. But like the reality is, is you don't get to do that 24 seven. And that, and that's a hard reality, especially for a cop, you know, because we are, most of us are type A, ready to fucking go. And we want, you know, we want the action. And so, but I'm preparing you right now that it, it's not always like that. So if you're, you're looking to go into this and look like a hot shot all the time, well, I don't know. You may want to stick to your fucking video games and, and looking like a fucking hot shot there or stick to your Instagram feed and just make yourself look like a hot shot there because I'm going to tell you something. It's just not that way. <laughs> You're not going to always be a hot shot on the road. I can tell you that right now. Um, you can ask any police officer there is out there. Um, ones that don't have a big ass fucking ego, you know, it, it's, that's how it is. You got to do a lot of stupid shit and you're like asking yourself, why in the fuck am I dealing with this? Like what in the hell am I doing? You know, but it's part of it. You're out there to serve the citizens and you just got to do it. It is what it is. Um, just, you know, you got to keep in mind too, like you're going into a job that like you're dealing with what the rest of society does not want to deal with. Like, seriously, you gotta be thinking about that. And like, you're going to be dealing with like crazy ass situations, like crazy situations, like a lot of crazy fucking people. Um, and you're going to get to know the crazy people by first name. And, um, that's going to be a lot of, you know, what you do, you're going to be putting out a lot of fires per se. That was kind of a joke to the FD, but, um, no, but seriously, you're going to be putting out like a lot of fires, like, um, trying to stop things from happening and, and just, you know, trying to calm people down until the next shift comes in. <laughs> That's literally what we do <laughs> as uh, as cops. <laughs> it's like, oh, fine. just wait until like when you're on midnight, it's like, oh, just wait until morning. All right. Like day shift will deal with you. Like, I don't, I don't want to. So just go to bed. I've done that a couple of times. Um, you know, and so you need to be prepared for that. Um, <clears throat> and I just, again, like, just want to reiterate, I'm just going to reiterate it. And I'm going to fucking hit you in the face with it. It is not like what your Instagram, that's not, it's not all like what Instagram is showing you. Cause you know, I keep my eye on Instagram and I'm going to be straight with you. There's, 
it's just very skewed. Obviously, people are going to post the most interesting shit. Um, not all cops look like models. In fact, fucking 90% of the police force does not look like a model, male or female. So if you're like getting into the job to like get a spouse, be fucking prepared. Because <laughs> that's not true. Um, and and I just want you to be getting in for the right reasons. You know, get in this job because you, you want to make a difference and get in this job because you want to be a role model and you want to help people and you you actually want to solve crime and you want to come up with innovative ideas and that like you want to be a leader. You want to be a leader and maybe someday you can be, you know, you can be a lieutenant, a captain or, you know, a chief and you can actually make decisions and you can, you know, really, um, you know, have change, like put change into place for the city or for whatever, you know, agency you work for in the department and, you know, be, go into this knowing that, you know, you, you genuine, you genuinely want to be a cop's cop, right? Like, and, um, and that you have their back and that you're going to be really good backup and you're going to, you know, all these things like go into it with that mindset. And I'll tell you right now, you'll be, you, you'll be doing just fine and you'll survive. Right. But when we get in there and we have all these high expectations and then like three years in five years in, you're like, this fucking sucks, dude. Like, this is not what I thought it was, you know, then, you know, and then we see officers, their careers go down and we see bad things happen. And so I'm, I'm sitting here trying to prepare you to avoid that. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'll be honest with you. I, um, I worked with a guy. He's still a police officer now. He's a very squared away guy. Um, he came from a retail job, always wanted to be a police officer. And he said to me one day, he pulled me aside and he was really struggling because this this guy's very he was a very squared away guy. A lot of people didn't like him because he actually did police work. And so the supervisors didn't like him because, you know, he was out there creating a bunch of fucking shit for them to deal with. Well, all he was doing is he was just doing his job, but he, and he wanted to do it right. And so we, you know, he asked a ton of questions because he wanted to get it right, you know, and, and everybody has a different fucking answer. And if you're, you know, I'm sure if you're a seasoned veteran, then you fucking know that, um, you know, how that goes. But, uh, anyways, and so he and I were, he, we were having this conversation and he was, uh, he was actually getting ready to quit. He was so fed up and he was like, this is fucking bullshit, you know, because he was going through some stuff. And he said to me, he said, you know, Autumn, he goes, there is such a difference from when I go in, like when I came into this police department and the way that it seemed in front of the door, like is so different than when I like came out back and like got to see like what it's like for all the officers and, and see what the atmosphere is and see, see what it's like. He's like, it is so fucking different. I, and he's like, I just, I, you know, I can't, holy fuck. Like I can't even, I can't even like fathom it. And it's true. It's true. Like I, and I, in a lot of police departments, not all, I hope that you can find yourself. I know you can find yourself a good police department. It's not, they're not all like that, but like, you just need to understand, like, a lot of police agencies, they do not have the resources. They do not have support. Shit rolls downhill. So, you know, the the administration might be getting squirmy about money or 
fucking the amount of hands-on situations or the amount of complaints that they're having. And so what happens? It just rolls, shit rolls downhill. So it goes to your supervisors and they're getting, they have the, you know, the admin up their ass. And so then they're going to be up your ass. And so what happens? You get stressed out, you get tense, you know, you're fucking afraid to do all these, you know, to go hands-on. You're afraid to fucking make a decision because holy fuck, you don't want anything shoved up your ass. And, um, you know, and so you just, it, it, it really just creates this, like, I've told you this once and I'll tell you it a thousand times. It just creates this like incubator of fucking stress. And it's just not good, especially for the amount of stress a police officer has to deal with in a day-to-day basis. So, um, you know, just be prepared for that, you know, just do your homework on the agency, make sure, you know, I, I would go and I would, I would pay attention to what the agency has for vehicles. I pay attention to like how happy the officers seem. I do ride alongs. Like I'd really get a feel for how everything is there and don't kid yourself because listen, in this day and age, police agencies are hiring left and right. I know in Maine, I just saw one for that had a $10,000 sign-on bonus. Seriously. That's fucking, that's pretty cool because like that'll pay for your academy. (laughs) Like if you're like in Maine, that'll pay for the police academy. Or if you're a blue pin and you've already had the police academy, um, you know, and you're already out of your contract with your current agency, that'll, that'll pay for that. Like you get $10,000 in your pocket. Like that's, 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 that's real deal stuff. That's what's going on. Like we are in need of police officers, but we need good ones, you know? And so I'm saying for you as the potential officer, do your homework and pay attention to where you're, where you're going to go, you know? And if you want, if you want fast paced, go work in a fucking city, you know? And if you don't go work rural patrol, I mean, I mean, there's just like, do what makes sense too, you know? I just, and the reason I know some of you are probably like, obviously, but but so what happens is we get so excited that we want to be police officers. We just don't give a shit. We're just like, no, no, no. Like, I'm going to go work with this agency. It's the best. I'm going to go work for the state police or I'm going to go work for the sheriff's office. They are the best. And it's like, okay, but are you cut out for that? Because like, I'll be honest. Like, I always thought I wanted to be a state trooper. Always. You can ask anybody who knew me. I always thought I did. Um, but I was too young when I applied to get in and I went to work for a city. And I'm going to tell you right now that fi- the city patrol fit me 10 times better than state police ever would in Maine. Cause state police in Maine is real patrol. And, um, I'm fast paced. Like I loved going call to call to call to call to call. Like the amount of shit that I dealt with just in my first year, um, really, what like it, it it would top what somebody on Royal Patrol would handle in their first three years. Like and so for me, um, you know, I didn't know at the time because in my head I was like, I need to go work for the best agency and in my head, you know, the state police was that. But, you know, after working in the city, I fucking loved it. And I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for the world, you know. So so just be prepared for that, okay? Like that's something that I don't think a lot of people chat about in, you know, and especially in college because in college you're like, ah, just fucking see who's hiring and apply. I'm telling you right now, don't fucking do that. Like pay attention to where you want to go and make sure it fits your personality. And the only way you're going to figure that out is if you go do ride-alongs and you study and you pay attention, you know, and, and you really, you know, get to know yourself. You really need to know who you are and then go find an agency that's going to match up to that. Okay, straight up. Because remember, you're probably going to be there for a while, so you wanna you wanna make sure that you um, you know, it's going to be fun. Um, so 
when you want to get into the job, so there's, you're going to go through a process and the process typically starts out as you're going to have to take a, you're going to have to take a test, um, and some standardized test and basically just want, they want to make sure that you can walk and chew gum at the same time. Literally, that's what an officer told me <laughs> before I took the test. Cause I was so nervous. Um, it's not that hard, but there's books that'll prep you on it. Colleges will prep you on it. Call the academy. They'll help you. They'll tell you how to study for it. A lot of them will. Um, and so because they want you to pass, because again, like we need police officers. Um, so once you pass that test, then what's going to happen is you are going to be able to apply to different agencies. Um, and then so when you apply, you know, you have your application usually, um, I can't speak for all agencies, but the agencies that I've applied for, it's been a very long application and they basically are doing your background check right there. So make sure you do not lie. Make sure you're very specific. Make sure you give them very accurate information. Um, make sure that you're not filling your application out with pink fucking pen, pink or red pen. Like that's annoying, you know, it needs to be professional. And, um, yeah, a lot. I think a lot of times you can go online, but that's really important. Um, and then like the first, like something I just want to talk to you about even before you apply is like, and if you're listening to this, like, you know, I, I don't really think that you're a dub by any means, but like, <laughs> you just need to not be a fucking dub. Like if you were a fucking drug dealer or you were a drug trafficker or you have been arrested for domestic violence or you recently got like a fucking DUI or something like that. Like mm, you probably shouldn't be applying to be a cop because you're probably going to wash out because what in the hell, you know? Um, but at the same time, and I say this from the bottom of my heart, I've seen the best police officers are not squeaky clean. And what do I mean by that? Well, you've done some stuff in your time. Like I know for me, um, like straight up, I used to smoke pot when I was a fucking kid. Like I was 13 years old and fucking dumbass and whatever. And, and, and I know pot's not a big deal now. It's pretty much legal. Okay. And, but I did, I smoked pot a couple of times. And for me, like, that was like a huge thing to put on my background. I'm like, Oh my God, the guy smoked pot. But the thing is, is like, and listen, I'm not like condoning the behavior, but here's what I can tell you is because I did that stupid shit and the kind of people I hung out with, I know I oh I just knew how to talk to people. I knew how to talk to criminals. I had grown up around them. I had seen them. I know their behaviors. You know, it didn't intimidate me and and I could talk to them and they would talk to me. And and that's that's a whole nother fucking episode. That's a whole different subject. But just understand like I got them because I wasn't like the squeaky clean fucking goody two shoes. Because a lot of times like you know goody two-shoe people like they think that they're above other people and I'll tell you on the road like that's not gonna that that won't help you that will not help you um you really need to be down to earth and you need to understand where people are coming from even if you really can't but you need to at least act like you can understand that's gonna get you a long way in uh in this um in this job and so if you're if you know I hope you're not a goody two shoes. I really hope you're not. Like, I hope you've done some stuff. And if you are a goody two shoes, go have a fucking beer or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking A, you got to live. But obviously, I don't want you to go out and, like, break the law, you know? Um, but I think that there's a fine line there with uh, don't don't be above people. Like, you need, to, you need to understand that, like, not everyone was raised the way that you were and that people are going to, like, they... Some people were raised in like really shitty situations. And so like 
they had to steal to survive. Like just because they stole doesn't mean like they're a bad person. Like you have no idea. You don't know what their fucking background is. You have no idea what their childhood is. I mean, maybe they were fucking stealing food because they hadn't eaten in a fucking week. You know what I mean? Like, and they had to, or maybe they had to steal a pair of shoes because they literally were walking on like tar and like they needed to. So like at that, at that, like then, like, are you going to be like, oh my God, that person's a klepto? Mm, I don't know. Not me. I, I fucking get it. Like, you know? And so like, I'm just telling you, like, you need to, you, you know, you need to be a little more um worldly. <laughs> than uh than a, a goody two shoes so um so you go through you know you're gonna have your background and then after that you're going to um you're gonna have an oral board and the oral board's like my favorite thing to talk about actually I loved my oral boards because I got it like I knew what they were looking for and it didn't it didn't intimidate me I mean obviously it's a little bit annoying but um you know it's not it's it wasn't a big deal and he- here's why you need to go into your oral board and you need to know a few things. One, you need to know yourself. You need to know yourself. What are your flaws? What are you really good at? Um, you know, what are other what do other people say about you? Like, could, because that's all going to be in alignment. And uh, you need to know, because they're going to ask you, like, what the fuck is your biggest flaw? And you need to be able to tell them, you know, and then you need to tell them, yeah, here's my flaw, but let me just tell you, here's how I'm working on it. And here's, yeah, it sucks. And like, I am working on it, but here's why it's actually a pretty good thing you know, and, you know, all of like different things like that. Um, you want to know the agency. You want to know what the chief is looking for. You want to know the kind of police work they do. Are they very community oriented or are they fucking just proactive and like, you know, or are they reactive? Are they just inundated with calls? And like, do they just have to go call to call to call? And are you good with that? Like, are you good with multitasking? Are you good with being busy? Like, how are you with that? Like, do you get overwhelmed easily? Like, these are all things like you've got to present to them and you've got to show them that, you know, you you're fine or not because they're looking to see if you're going to be a good fit. I mean, it's hard to tell with a 20 minute interview, but I mean, they're going to ask you some questions and and they're going to get a pretty good idea for you. You know, um, if I were you, you know, I would go for the ride along, you know, and ask the officers like what some oral board questions might be or, you know, what kind of questions like you need to be prepared to answer. And here's the thing. I'm going to give you some advice right now. In any question, you need to always have your you need to have your officers back. So when they ask you like about the calls, like in what order that's going to come up, you know, well, you, if you have to handle this call, that call, whatever, like, just know this, like you always need to have your officers back. And this isn't just, this isn't just an oral board. Like this is straight up, like on the road, no matter what your fellow officers, if they're calling 1074, which is an officer needs assistance, then fucking, it doesn't matter what the fucking call coming in is, is your ass is over there with them. Like that's it. They're your priority. Um, so, you know, you, you need to, you you need to have that. You need to know that. You need to know that basically they're just looking to see your thought process and your decision making skills and basically make a decision and and just articulate why. That's it. And don't let them fuck with you. That's it. It's so simple. And go in there and be enthusiastic about fucking being there, man. Like so many people are like, hi, my name is Autumn and uh, I'm looking, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be working as a police officer. I'm really excited to work for the state police. Da, 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 da. Would you hire that person? Because I'm going to fucking tell you right now, I wouldn't. I'd be like, please get up and leave right now because you are, your command presence sucks and you are going to get your ass handed to you on the road, you know, and you, and you've got to know that like, you've got to go in there, put your shoulders back and you got to stand confidently and like, you need to be, you need to have really good command presence and like be there and, 
you know, and be excited and be respectful and, you know, and just, you got to go all in, like, you know, and, and so, you know, oral boards, a lot of people have a tough time with oral boards and I get it, but that was one of my favorite things. Um, the next thing is, you know, you're going to have to go through a lie detector test, which you just basically tell the fucking truth no matter what, because it'll come out. Then you're going to go meet the chief. I'd say 90% of the time when you're about to go meet the chief, you've got the job. Uh, it, it sometimes, you know, we got that 10% that, you know, sometimes you're just not a good fit. Sometimes you rub the chief the wrong way and it is what it is. Go apply to another agency. <laughs> I mean, I don't have anything else to tell you. Um, you know, you need to just make sure that you're in a suit, you know, brush your fucking teeth, brush your hair, um, be respectful, have a good handshake. Yes, sir. No, sir. Or yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Always, you know, it, it's very cut and dry, but a lot of people tend to skip it. Um, and uh, let's see. So as you are in the process or you want to get on the job, don't be that fucking annoying person who drives a fucking old cop car. Don't do that. That is the dumbest thing ever. Um, don't be the person who, you know, is just up all the officers asses all the time. Like you do ride alongs weekly. Don't do that. That's dumb. Um, a monthly ride along or two times a month, you know, and don't be the kind of person who just asks a hundred thousand questions and don't just sit there and talk about yourself. And God forbid, I'm telling you right fucking now, put gum in your mouth when you're in fucking, when you're doing a ride along with these poor officers. Cause I can't tell you how many people I've taken out that have awful, awful breath. And I just could not get the smell out of my car and it fucking sucked. Okay. Like don't do that. <laughs> put gum in your mouth, please take a fucking shower and put some fucking perfume or cologne on like a little bit, not a lot, but just a little bit. So you smell good because I'm, you're going to be up in my fucking space, right? In my patrol car. And I do not need you fucking being annoying and smelly. You know, I want you to be excited for the job and like, of course, talk and, and tell me a little bit about yourself and ask me questions and ask me Ouroboros questions and ask me why I did what I did or whatever. I mean, that's not what I'm saying, but like, I can't tell you. I mean, I got so fucking tired sometimes of listening to kids just go on and on and on and on and on about their lives. Like, I don't care. And like, why the fuck are you in my car to tell me about you? You know what I mean? Like, that's a nervous twitch and I get it, but I'm just, I'm just telling you from a cop to um, you know, hopefully a future cop, like, don't do that. <laughs> just, just be chill, you know, just be chill and, um, and, uh, ask questions here and there, but really just kind of let things sink in and like, see what's going on. Um, and that's really what's going to help you to, you know, get you to the next level. All right. You want to be ready. I'm going to wrap this up here in the next five minutes is, uh, you want to be ready for an insane schedule. Your schedule is going to be crazy. Um, your life is going to change. Like It's going to change. Like You are entering this whole new world. So if you're younger and you don't really have a family or anything, it's a lot easier. But if you have a family, like you want to have these conversations with your spouse, um, male or female, you know, just have a conversation with them and, and just say, listen, like shit's about to get crazy. Um, but I need your support. And so can you please support me with this? Like know that my schedule is going to go, it's going to get nuts. I'm not going to be home a lot. Um, especially in the beginning. Cause you just gotta, you know, you kind of, you gotta go all in and you've got to learn this shit, you know, and, um, the overtime, the academy, the, you know, the, depending on whatever the work schedule is, I find the best, in my opinion, it happens to be the FBI's opinion. The best schedule out there for police officers is a four and three schedule. It's four 10-hour shifts, and then you have three days off. 
Um, that's a really good schedule to work. I also worked um, a two, two, three schedule. Uh, you have every other weekend off. So you work two on, two off, work three on, and then you have three off. And um, it's really good. It's a really fucking good schedule too. Because um, every other week you only work two days a week. So, which is fucking, I mean, awesome, right? You can't beat that. It's a 12 hour shift, but I loved that schedule. Um, you know, because I think I really believe the four and two, I, I really think that's killing guys to five and two. It's killing people um, and all other crazy kinds of fucking shit. Like, I don't even know all the other variations, but, you know, and, and be prepared for that too, you know, um, be prepared for, you know, you're not going to be around for holidays, especially if you're a rookie, you know, you got five years of putting in before you even deserve to have a holiday off. And, um, unless you're lucky, you know, unless you, unless you have kids and, and a family and like, you've got some rookie guys that are like working at your agency or, you know, single guys or girls, you know, and, and they don't mind, they don't mind helping you out. I mean, I hope that that's how it is for you. Like that's how it was for me. Like I'd work Christmas, um, and Thanksgiving for a lot of, you know, mom and dads because officers, because I, I didn't, ha- I don't have kids. So I was like, yeah, I don't care. Whatever. Adam and I can figure it out, you know? And so, um, I, you know, you want to be, you need to be that kind of person to really take one for the team because the more that you do that, it's a domino effect and it'll take a little while, you know, it'll take a little while, but it'll catch on and people will see that you're a team player. Um, you need to be ready to live in a fishbowl. This is probably the one thing that I think a lot of people don't understand. Um, you know, you will no longer have like any privacy. Like, listen, we live, we live in, uh, in a rural area and we live on a country dirt road, back road, um, dead end. And everybody knows where we live. Everybody, (laughs) because they know who we are and we, you know, we can't go to the stores in our fucking pajamas because everyone knows who we are. And, you know, we can't, you know, you know, you just get judged for everything. You're always in the public eye and you never know who you're, who you're going to run into. And you always need to be prepared for that. And that's, that's, that's part of like, if you go back and listen to, you know, one of my prior episodes, episodes is like, that's what I'm talking about. It was like, you can't really relax as a police officer. And that's why. Okay. Um, and so just be prepared for this. Like I'm not, I know this is probably not as like more, not as one of the more exciting episodes, but it's all true. And I would much rather you come to me and know the fucking truth and go get the job or decide, no, I don't want to do that. Then get in the job, waste all of your fucking time, waste a ton of the money for the agency. And then you feel like an asshole because you're like, yeah, this just isn't for me. Nobody told me this shit. So that's really why I I wanted to do this episode today because, you know, I have a lot of new people coming to me and they're like, you know, Autumn, I don't know anything. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, what's your advice? Da, 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 da. And, you know, so I really wanted to make this episode. But more importantly, like, I want you to know the kind of person you need to be. Like, you need, and I've said it above, but I'm going to say it to you again. You need to be a cop's cop. You need to, you need to go all in on the brother and sisterhood. Like, we are all we have. That is it. Okay. You need to learn how to protect yourself. You need to go learn how to fucking fight. You need to be in shape. I'm not saying you need to look like a model because I'm going to tell you right now, girlfriend does not have fucking six pack abs because I like fucking cake. All right. Like I love chocolate. You can ask anybody, you know, who that I ever worked with. They fucking always got me chocolate. Like that was my favorite thing. If they want to make me happy, they gave me food, you know? And, um, but 
I still work out. I could still pass academy standards. I could still fight. You know, fighting shape is very different than regular shape. The only way you get into fighting shape is for you to fight. Like it's very important for you to, you know, really take all this shit to heart and 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 you know go all in here if this is really what you want to do. And if you do really want at, at the end of this episode, if you still really want to be a cop, then you know what? Bless you because we need more fucking good cops out there, male and female. We need really good ones out there. And I don't want you to get fucking sideswiped or slapped in the face, you know, with fucking what the hell am I getting myself into? You know, we, we had a lot of that in the police academy. Um, I remember, you know, just a lot of people like, oh my God, like, what am I getting myself into? They had no idea. I fortunately had worked the road for six months before I went to the police academy. So I knew exactly what I was getting myself into. Um, you know, and, uh, but you know, some people didn't know. So I'm, I'm trying to give you the best advice that I possibly can. Um, it's not all of what you're going to see on TV, even on live PD, you've got to get your ass going for a ride along and watch Flint town. That's my two biggest suggestions. (laughs) Um, again, if you guys have any questions at all, um, please, you know, feel free. You can always, uh, come into the Facebook group, post your questions, or you can DM me, um, or comment below on my Instagram. I really hope that this helped you. Um, and, uh, so something that I'm pretty excited about, and if you made it all the way to the end right here, you're a fucking rock star. And I want to know, you better go on to my Instagram and you better be like, Autumn, I made it to the end (laughs) and I want to hear about it. (laughs) Um, but I'm really excited about this thing, um, that I'm going to be, that I'm going to be doing for, uh, future female first responders and like the, the newer, uh, lady cops, um, is, uh, I'm going to be creating a, uh, an academy. I don't know if I'm going to call it an academy. Basically, it's going to be this membership site and it's going to fucking blow your mind. And it's going to be everything that you want college to be, but it just fucking isn't. I'm going to teach you every fucking thing you need to know about how to be a successful female cop. Um, Nobody ever taught me this shit. I had to go to multiple, multiple fucking police officers. I had when I was even 10, eight, I would have to go and ride along with different female officers from different agencies because I didn't know how to be a fucking female cop. I knew how to be a male cop because that's who was teaching me, but I didn't know how to be a female cop and I wasn't a guy, you know what I'm saying? And so I had to figure it out. And there was so many questions that I had and you know, I, I look stupid for a lot of things because I just didn't know. And I'm going to prevent that. I want to prevent that for, uh, you know, what I'm going to call lady sheep dogs. I want to prevent that. So I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, if you're interested in that, please m- make sure you reach out to me. Uh, get on the waiting list because when that opens, I can only take a certain amount of women and then that's going to be closed. So uh, if you liked this episode, please go ahead and share it out. If you are not following me on Instagram, I don't know why the fuck you're not, but I hope that you will come on over at the Lady Sheepdog. And I really hope this episode was helpful for you. Um, I can't wait to hear about your successful endeavors of becoming a police officer. And I will see you next week for another episode.